In among the shocked-looking bar staff, banging my elbow hard against the beer fridge, it hurt like hell. What the... I started to swear, but in the very next instant, I heard an enormous crash, and all the bar staff ducked down beside me. I glanced at the girl next to me. She had a full-sleeve tattoo and half of her head shaved. She was shaking. I gave her what I hoped was an encouraging glance, then sneaked a quick peek above the bar. Someone had unplugged the music system and turned on the overhead lights. What was a sophisticated, buzzing night spot was suddenly just a big, bare room, devoid of magic or excitement. Rather seedy, in fact. The trembling girl showed me her phone. She'd called emergency services and simply left it off the hook. I nodded. Everybody down, came a calm voice. It was unhurried, almost relaxed. Weirdly, this made me feel even more frightened. I blinked and risked a peep over the bar top again. A large man with bad skin and a mask was standing in the doorway, with several murky-featured guys behind him. Phones, wallets, valuables, blah, blah, he was saying. His voice was surprisingly soft, but everyone was listening to him nonetheless. Thanks. That's so kind of you. It's all right, really. He turned to the nearest woman, an ageing blonde with overworked-out lines on her face. She recoiled. It's all right, he repeated, almost soothingly. I'm just stealing from you. You, you, she spat, but was unable to say any more. He gently reached over and carefully unhooked a silver necklace from her neck. The blonde jumped as he examined it. Oh, dear, 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 he said. This isn't real. Did you know that? Or was it a present? The woman stared at it angrily as the man handed it back. Phone, he said. Meanwhile, his men were lurching round the room with empty sacks and people were emptying their handbags and wallets into them immediately, without question. My ears were ringing from how noisy it had been before. Very good, said the man. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. This will help fund us nicely. There was a commotion in one corner. I looked around and my heart stopped. It was Gertie, punch drunk from all the cocktails. No, she was screaming. No, you can't have it. I knew immediately what she meant. Dutroy had given her an eternity ring for her birthday and it's her most treasured possession. I know she thinks it means that he's going to give her a wedding ring one day, and I think she's right about that, too. I cursed myself for being far away. Gertie, I whispered loudly. Gertz, just give it to them. The masked man was walking towards her in a really menacing way. I looked around for someone to do something, anything, to help but everyone was terrified, staring at the floor, feeling feverishly in their pockets for the space their phones were moments before. I swore mightily to myself. I am not in the least bit brave, and will not pee in a room that a spider is in, or has been in, or might once have been in. But, ah, I said. I looked around for the big man with the blue eyes, but he was nowhere to be seen. It struck me suddenly that he might have been with the robbers, scoping the place out, and my blood ran cold. I swallowed, and before I could think about it, I had jumped back over the bar.